Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Feel for a beautiful smile. The life of Riley for laughs. Teal. T-E-E-L. Teal. The amazing liquid dentifrice. That's it. T-E-E-L. Feel the amazing liquid dentifrice brings you the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. <laughs> Remember, friends, for beautiful smiles, it's T E E L Teal, and right now it's the life of Riley. <laughs> It's Good Neighbor Week in the community where our hero Chester A. Riley lives and works. So let's drop in at the high school auditorium and see what's going on at the special meeting that the Neighborhood Community Council is holding. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as the crowning climax of Good Neighbor Week, your committee is pleased to present the grand award to two citizens who have been voted typical good neighbors. First, an upstanding member of this fair community, Mr. James M. Gillis. Friends, I thank you. Believe me, I didn't ever dream I would be elected. And the 50 voters I gave free bacon to can vouch for that. <laughs> I just want to say that in loving my neighbor, I am only following the golden rule. Do others as they do you. <laughs> and now, the other recipient of this award, a good neighbor who has always taken a keen interest in civic affairs. A pillar of his state, a pillar of his community, and a pillar of his family, Mr. Chester A. Riley. <laughs> Mr. Riley, where are you? Over here, behind this pillar. <laughs> Ladies and gents, I can't tell you how proud I am to grab off this reward. When I first moved in amongst you, I was a lonely man trying to win the confidence of my neighbors. And today I'm proud to say... I'm one of the biggest confidence men in town. <laughs> yes, sir, Riley, old pal. We're important guys now, all right. Ah, you said it, Brother Gillis. A picture in the paper and everything. Uh, when is the photographer snapping us? Sunday. And just think, Riley, on Monday, millions of people will be sitting at the breakfast table eating their breakfast. They open a paper... And suddenly they see our faces... And they stop eating. <laughs> they close their mouths and say, Look at those two guys. Why can't I be a loving neighbor like that? Ain't it wonderful that they picked us? Huh? Well, after all, ain't we always been loving pals from way back? Oh, sure. You always stood by me. Yeah. When we was kids in school, who helped me with my homework? You did. Yeah. And when you got left back, who stayed behind with you? <laughs> I did. Comrades in the true meaning of the word. And whenever I needed you, Gillis, 
you was there. Why, when my boy Junior was born, who called the doctor? You did. I did. Who drove my wife to the hospital? You did. I did. Who paced up and down the corridor with me? You did. I did. Believe me, Gillis Junior had never been born without you. <laughs> When I think what you mean to me, I, I, I get all choked up with emotion. Thanks, Gillis. Well, here we are. Uh, yeah. It's time to say goodbye now. Yeah, well, good night, Gillis, sweet friend. Good night, Riley, darling. I'll meet you at the bus stop tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and don't forget, tomorrow it's my turn to throw myself in front of the bus to make it stop. <laughs> Good night, Riley. Good night. <laughs> hey, what was that? Something hit me in the oh, face. Oh, don't get excited, Gillis. It's only Douglas. Now, look, Riley, I'm getting sick and tired of your pigeons attacking me. Especially that big, fat Douglas. That's the fourth time this week he swooped down on me. That sweet bird didn't mean no harm. He just mistook you for a worm. <laughs> yeah, well, he better watch out, or one of these days I might mistake that pigeon for my dinner. You do that to my boy's pigeon... Now, take it easy, Gillis. Who do you think you are? I am a you guy who might to Douglas, so help me, I'm going to... Oh, oh, brother Gillis. Is this us? Squabbling over a squab. <laughs> oh, brother Riley, what have we done? Yeah. What have we said? We're supposed to be good neighbors. Yes, we are. Here we are, fighting like man and wife. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, I'm so ashamed, I... I can't look you in the face. Oh, have courage. Look me in the face. <laughs> this can't never happen again, Riley. It's our duty to act intelligent. You're right, Gillis. we got to use our heads. That's the only way to cement our friendship. <laughs> and then, Peg, the chairman said... Riley, eat your breakfast. Okay. And then the chairman said... Riley, this is the fourth time you've told me. Yes, sir, Peg. Last night was a great honor for me and Gillis. Well, I only hope you two won't be scrapping before the week's over. Why, Dumplin', how can you say such a thing? Me and Gillis have stuck together all our life. Why, we're insufferable. <laughs> Nothing's ever going to come between us. Well, all right. Now finish your breakfast. That newspaper photographer will be here soon. Oh, I'm all through. I just want to wash down my breakfast with a cigar. Oh, you're going to smoke. In that yeah. case, I better open the window. I resent that, Peg. This is a 25-cent cigar. What? You're spending a quarter on a cigar? Yeah. Oh, but I get a rate. If I buy one, I get nine free. <laughs> Oh, look, Peg, look. There's Douglas sitting on the fence. Ain't he handsome? <laughs> yes, he is cute. Look at the way he's billing and cooing with that big fat lady pigeon. Oh, it reminds me of the time I was courting you. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, <laughs> excuse me for calling you a pigeon. I mean... Oh, beat your yeah. <laughs> What's that? Hmm? What? That, that, that popping noise. Well, I don't know. Look out and see. Hey, what do you think you're doing, Egbert? You just do it again and I'll show you. Oh, it's only Junior and Egbert Gillis playing. Oh, it's wonderful how nice those kids get along. But, Riley, it sounded as those if... Those the... boys love each other. Look, look at the way they got their arms around each other's throat. <laughs> Riley, 
They're not playing. Well, then why is Egbert stroking Junior's hair? He's not stroking it. He's pulling it. Oh, Riley, they're fighting. Fighting? Well, they can't. Gillis and me are... Riley, the... look what that little fiend Egbert's doing. Now, 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 Dumplin'. Remember, that darling little fiend is the son of my best friend. But look what he's doing to your son. Now, don't get excited. They'll stop in a second. Oh, my God! See, they stop. <laughs> Riley, how can you stand there when your own child made you... Oh, oh Junior, what oh. Did he hurt you? Here, let me see. Oh. <gasps> Riley, look at his eye. Uh, uh, well, it looks perfect to me. Not that one, the black one. <laughs> look at it. Well, say something. Uh, uh, Junior, you've got no business hitting poor Egbert's fist with your eye. <laughs> Well, he started it. Hegbert hit me first. Riley, you march right over to the Gillison. Now, you... wait, Dumplin'. Let's not make trouble. Maybe Junior was in the wrong. Oh, it was all Hegbert's fault. He was shooting his pop gun at my pigeons. There. Now are you satisfied? Well, what harm can a little pop gun do? I... It's... <laughs> what happened to the front half of my cigar? <laughs> Just shot it off. Now will you go? But why not be tolerant? After all, I still got half a cigar left. <laughs> Junior, get me my pipe. Riley, are you going to let that roughneck expert shoot at us? He'll wreck the house. Oh, all right, I'll close the window. What damage can a little pop gun do? <laughs> oh, now, if you won't go over there, then I'll go. Now, wait a minute, Peg. I'm still the head of this house, and nobody can tell me what to do. I'll go myself. <laughs> but listen, honeybee, sweetheart. Don't you sweetheart me, James Gillis. You oh. go over and fix that Riley boy. But why make a fuss, sugar throat? Riley's my pal. Only yesterday, I told him I loved him. Oh, you once told me you loved me. But this time I was sincere. <laughs> okay, okay, put down the broom. I'll go, I'll go. Oh, marriage. One of these days I'm going home to my mother. <laughs> oh, 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 Riley, I, uh, I, uh, was just going over to see you. Yeah, well, I was just coming over to see you, Gillis. Uh, Riley, uh, about your junior... Well, I come about your Egbert. What about him? Uh, my wife made me. My wife made me, too. <laughs> Wives. Always making us men do things we don't want to. Why do we ever marry him? They make us do that, too. <laughs> but we won't let this come between us. You bet we won't. So what if Junior pulls some curls out of Egbert's head? That's right. So what? Uh, Eggboy still got half a head of hair left. Sure. And what if Eggboy did close one of Junior's eyes? Sure. Junior's still got one eye open. <laughs> no, sir. Our wives ain't going to stampede us into no scrap. We got nothing to fight about, Brother Gillis. It was all my Junior's fault. Uh, pardon me, Brother Riley. It was my Eggboy's fault. Oh, no, no. It was Junior's fault. It was Eggboy's. And you hereby have my permission to whack him. No, no. It was Junior's fault, and I order you to whack him. Riley, I said Egbert started it. Can't you get that through your thick skull? Egbert didn't start it. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Your Egbert's innocent no matter what you say. Oh, so I'm a liar, huh? Yeah. Okay, that settles it. 
Put up your duke. Tear up. I'm coming at you, you rat. I'm waiting for you, you weak. Oh, uh, the photographer from the newspapers here. Good morning, good morning. I'm from the Daily Gazette. I'm here to take the good neighbor photograph. That's us. We're the good neighbors. Me and this weasel. <laughs> oh, fine, fine. Now, this picture is for the front page, so it has to be just right. Now, relax, Mr. Riley. Open up your fist. We don't want that rock in this picture. Okay, let's get it over with. Fine. Now, let's have a real neighborly pose. Uh, put your arms around each other's shoulders. That's it. You let's get your elbows out of my ribs. Who's going to make me? Now, look pleasant, please. Riley, remove your fingers from out of my spine. You ain't got no spine, you jellyfish. <laughs> now, now let's have a lip. Smile. Shuffling, Who's shuffling? You're shuffling. Put it out. That's it. Yeah. Will you take this? Will you take this? Shuffle. I got it. Oh, you move. <laughs> and that was my last plate. Oh, well, it'll have to do. I've got to bring something to my editor. Hey, wait a minute, mister. Wait. Look. Now look what you've done, Gillis. What I done? This is the end. I'm through with you, Gillis. And I'm the kind of guy, when I say I'm through with you, watch out, because I'm not. Shortly after Riley and his lifelong pal Jim Gillis were picked as ideal neighbors by the local community council, they got into a terrific battle. To make matters worse, the fight occurred while they were posing for a newspaper picture. The camera caught them at the worst possible moment, and now the embarrassing picture has appeared in the evening paper. Oh, look at this picture, Peg. Gillis and me laying in the gutter, right on the front page. Well, it's your own fault. But I'll never live this down. Look what it says. Good neighbors fall all over each other. <laughs> I'll be disgraced. Well, it's your own fault you got yourself into such a ridiculous position. You should have used your head. I did use my head. I kept Button Gillis in his stomach with it. Oh, quit worrying, Pop. You're famous now. I am? Well, sure. All the kids in school are giving you the horse laugh. You hear that? This picture is making me ridiculous. I'm suing that paper for libel. Well, but it isn't such a bad picture, Pop. It looks just like you. Well, then I'll sue him for damages. Oh, cool off, Friday. Let's forget about the whole thing. Well, I got my dinner to fix. Oh, Junior, go take your school books off the dining room table. Uh, forget it, she says. It's easy to say. I won't forget this till the day I die. Oh, there, Riley. Would you mind repeating that? <laughs> uh, who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Greetings, <laughs> Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you dropped in, Digger. I, I've got the blues. Oh, then what you need is someone to pick you up. And I'm just the man to do it. <laughs> Why don't you come to the movies with me? There's a jolly one at the Bijou that's sure to cheer you up. Uh, what's the name of the picture? The Big Sleep. <laughs> Why not join us? My business colleagues and I are going as a body. <laughs> and I'll drive you there in my new sports roadster. It's a two-tone job. Ebony black. 
with light black stripes. <laughs> Colorful, but cute. Well, I just ain't in the mood, Digger. You see, I'm in disgrace. There's a picture of me and my good neighbor, Gillis, in a terrible fight. Ah, the good neighbor. You go shopping and he borrows some sugar. You bring home your pay envelope and he borrows some more of that sugar. You introduce him to your sweetheart and he tries to borrow that sugar. I adore neighbors. They're so gay. <laughs> well, Gillis ain't. But you and he were bosom friends. Oh, I must patch things up between you. Oh, it's impossible. Oh, my friend, leave everything to me. A poetic colleague of mine once wrote, I quote, Two neighbors fell out and the breach was wide. Digger took them in hand. Now they're side by side. <laughs> Riley, you must set an example for people everywhere. Go to Gillies. Apologize. Be humble. You're right, Digger. That's just what I'll do. Good. And now I'd better be shoveling off. So that's it, Peg. I'm going over to Gillis's and apologize. My head's made up. Well, that's fine. The sooner the better. Now, I'm going over as soon as he finishes dinner. He'll be in a good mood then, and I... Whew, whatever they're cooking over there sure smells great. Yes, sir, that aroma has a wonderful odor. It smells like chicken. Chicken? Well, it couldn't be. I saw Honeybee in the market today, but there was no chicken, so she bought some halibut. Well, from the smell of that halibut, it's got feathers on it. <laughs> I'm positive it's chicken. I don't have this nose on my face just to make me handsome. Hey, Bob, my pigeon Douglas, he's missing. He's gone. Oh, no, no. Take it easy, Junior. There's nothing to worry about. Oh, forget Douglas is a bachelor pigeon. He likes to go out with the boys. Right now, he's probably out in the park, higher than a kite. <laughs> never stays out this way. Something must have happened to him. Well, when did you see him last year? This morning on the Gillis's back porch. Gee, I can't get over how good that chicken smells over at Gillis's. I wonder where he... Wait a minute. Junior, where did you see your pigeon last? Riley, you mean... Oh, no. Oh, gosh, Pop. Well, you don't think Mr. Gillis is cooking my pigeon? No, no, no. Wait a minute, son. Don't, don't, let, let's be tolerant. We, we ain't sure it's our pigeon. Ask yourself, is Gillis the kind of a guy to do a thing like this? Why, he can be trusted 100%. I remember when we were co-treasurers of the lodge and $3 was missing and only one of us could have taken it. You're right. That's our pigeon. <laughs> I'm beginning to smell a rat that smells like a chicken and could be a pigeon. <laughs> Where's my camera? I'm going to photograph the evidence. Riley, where are you going? I'm going over to Gillis's and find out what's cooking. Yeah? Oh, uh, Gillis, old pal. Good morrow this evening. You? You? Yeah, I, I come to apologize. You what? I want to apologize, old pal. It was all my fault. Oh, so you admit you was a skunk. Who admits? I insist. 
Well, that's different. Come in, Riley, old pal. Come in. Well, thanks, Gillis. I, uh, oh, hello, honeybee. I come to apologize. Well, you should, you big baboon. Now, now, honeybee, no harsh words. Riley ain't so big. <laughs> Gillis, old pal, I'm glad we buried the hat check. And to celebrate, I'm taking you folks to dinner. Dinner? Great. Where we go? Well, there's no place like home. Where do I sit? <laughs> Please, that's no way to talk to our new dinner guest. Uh, uh, you sit here, Riley, old friend. All right. Yeah. There, honeybee, save up the main course. Yeah, let's have a look at it. Here you are, Jimsy. Here, you carve the bird. Okay. Oh, ain't that beautiful, Brother Riley? I see we're having uh, chicken. Correction, Riley, old pal. This ain't no chicken. Oh, how stupid of me. I should have known it was a uh, uh, turkey. Riley, any turkey as small as this would still be in the egg. <laughs> oh, it ain't turkey and it ain't chicken. Gillis, it ain't by any chance an eagle. Oh, who eats eagles? Can't you tell a squab when you see it? Squab. That's a pigeon. That's a pigeon. Riley, don't get excited. You'll get your share. <laughs> well, I'll start cop. Don't move, Gillis. Riley, what are you doing with that camera? Hold that pose. I got it. Evidence. This picture will fix you, Gillis. Riley, have you gone now? Don't try to brace it out, you pigeon murderer, you. I'll fix you. I'm calling the cops. When you stole my pigeon, you cooked your goose. <laughs> Operator, get me the police. I'll fix them. It's nothing but murder. Police headquarters. Hello, police. I want to report a murder. What? Murder? Who is this? Chester Riley, 1313 Blueview Terrace. They killed Douglas. He was just an innocent... Oh, Gillis, next door. Don't touch anything. We'll be right over. That'll show him. What happened? Did Gillis Don't really... worry. I just phoned the cops. Peg, they're eating Douglas. Are you sure? Are you positive? Peg, have I ever made a mistake? Well, you know what I think, Riley? I think... Th Riley, listen. Police cars. That's them. Boy, what fast work is Riley, look. Four squad cars. Yeah, they're going into Gillis's house. Oh, they got their guns drawn. Well, they'll need guns to get food away from Gillis. <laughs> there must be some mistake. After all, it was only a pigeon. Uh huh. They got him. They're dragging him out. Now they're coming here. I'm ready for him. Let go of me! I didn't do it. Quiet. Pipe down. Pipe down. Riley, they think I'm a murderer. Tell them who I am. I didn't do it. You're my pal. Tell them. He done it. No, no, I swear I'm insolent. Don't believe him, officer. He's guilty. Make him write a confession and I'll sign it. No, no, Riley, you're my pal. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Where's the body? In his kitchen. You're crazy. There's no body in his kitchen. Well, if it ain't there, then he ate it. Oh, well, if he ate it, that's the... Ate it. Hello. Junior. What? You're sure? Well, come home right away. Oh, this is terrible. What's what that? is it, Riley? That, that was Junior. Douglas is alive. Alive? How do you know? He just laid an egg. <laughs> Douglas? Egg? Forty years on the force is too long. I'm resigning tomorrow. Oh, now, now, don't you see, officer? Douglas is a pigeon. A pigeon? A pigeon? 
Call this fuss on account of a pigeon. Four squad cars for Douglas. Now, just a minute, officer. Not Douglas. From now on, it's Dolores. <laughs> just think. My own son's pigeon is a mother. Here, officer, have a cigar. <laughs> We'll be back in a minute. When gums are sore, there are just two common sense things to do. First, see your dentist. And second, heed the advice of dental authorities. When gums are sore, brushing the teeth with toothpaste and powders which contain harsh abrasives is irritating. Often makes things worse. And that means just one thing. A quick change to Teal, the liquid non-abrasive dentifrice. Because it contains no abrasives, Teal does not harm tender gums. Teal is good for tender gums. In fact, because teal is a liquid, it reduces the irritating effect of a brush itself, authorities say. Teal lets you massage your gums gently. You'll especially like the way teal makes teeth look sparkling clean, the way it helps sweeten the breath and gives your mouth a refreshed, tingling taste. So if gums are sore, see your dentist and switch to teal. Better yet, don't wait for that warning signal. Get teal now and follow directions on the package. Remember, that's teal, T-E-E-L, teal. The modern liquid dentifrice. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. I forgive you, Riley, old chum. After all, how could you know I bought that squad? Ah, thanks, Gillis. And from now on, I'll never accuse you openly of being a crook, no matter what I think. (laughs) Shake, Gillis. Shake, Riley. Oh, peace is wonderful. Can you imagine what things would be like if all the countries in the world acted like Riley and Gillis? The Life of Riley is produced for Teal by Irving Brecker and is directed by Don Bernard. Music by Lou Kozlov. Tonight's cast included Paula Winslow, John Brown, Tommy Cook, Elvia Allman, and Herb Vigran. This is Ken Carpenter on behalf of Teal, inviting you to listen again next week to The Life of Riley. And remember, for lovely smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. Teal. <laughs> 